Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on where and when this finds you, but I can only hope that this finds you doing well. Welcome to the Perspective House podcast. I'm hoping that you can hear something today that shifts your perspective and perhaps a little bit of wisdom that you can take and apply in a practical sense to your life. Welcome back, welcome back to yet another installment of our podcast. I am so very grateful and thankful to each and every person who takes the time to listen to this podcast. If you're listening to my voice for the very first time, my name's Amwapemwelwa, and I happen to be the host of this particular podcast. If you saw it on recommendation based on a friend, I can definitely guarantee that that friend is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. Evidently, this podcast is coming out on a Tuesday as opposed to our traditional Monday. And the reason for that is that, well, excuses are just not the best thing, but I uh, was supposed to have, you know, made proper allowance in time, but some things sort of came in the way that did not afford me an opportunity to have this out when I wanted to. And the last thing that I wanted was to kind of rush through the process of making this podcast. There's so much I could say about this, but at the end of the day, I decided I didn't want to rush through it. I felt that if I'm going to come and speak and people are going to take the time to listen to me, then they deserve uh, well put down thoughts and someone who has taken some time to really consider what they're sharing as opposed to just meeting a need. Uh, so this is kind of why I decided, you know what, it's going to come out a day late, but nonetheless, I guarantee that it's going to be something that you can take and apply to your life in a practical sense. And I'll always remind you of this as you listen to this podcast. Listen out for that one thing that particularly stands out for you. Listen out for the thing that you can literally write down on a piece of paper in your journal, in your notebook, your diary, um, and then go and do that one thing you know, go and do that one thing. If you hear something and it kind of hits home, then that's your word. That's your message, right? That's the thing that you need to go and take and literally from listening to the application. It's not something you have to go and simmer and like ponder and come up with like great thought about, but it's something you have to work out in action or with action. So as you listen, keep an open mind that you definitely will hear something that will challenge you to go and do. And I believe doing, you know, eventually leads to becoming. So hopefully this is helping you become the person that you really want to be. It's helping you become, you know, better not only to for yourself, but even for the people that are around you in your community or whatever sphere of life that you happen to be in right now. So without even, you know, taking so much time, just kind of, uh, you know, explaining that let's get right into what we have today. If you've seen the title, then I guarantee then you have kind of a bit of a uh, an understanding of where we could be going this particular afternoon. But allow me to begin by pausing a question. What does courage look like to you? Right. If you're listening to this, take a moment, pause this audio, or this podcast, and then just ask yourself, what does courage look like to you? What's your idea of being courageous like you? see people you hear about people and you're like man that person's courageous like they are doing the absolute most so just take a moment to think about that and you know whatever you your answer is i guess we're going to compare notes with some of the things that i'm going to say now i found myself thinking about this subject of courage recently 
uh, and uh, well, for a period of time now, but I guess my thoughts eventually culminated into actions which I took recently. And um, a huge part of me came to understand and even be reminded of something that I feel that a lot of us, you know, oftentimes um, have maybe expected to go differently and allow me to paint a visual so that maybe we can properly, properly understand this. You know, there are things in life that require us to step up. You know, there are decisions that we need to make, there are roads that we need to take. You know, there are things that we are aspiring towards and even for. And I feel that a lot of the time, a lot of us are waiting for some type of safety or, you know, not to feel the the fear or the, the anxiety or the anxiousness in order to take the step forward. That means we're kind of in a place where if we're afraid, we feel we shouldn't do it. You know, if everything within us is resisting what we're about to do, we feel like, oh man, this is a bad sign. I, I can't shake this feeling. It means I mustn't do this. You know, you're standing in front of a, uh, you know, maybe a body of water like a pool and you're kind of nervous. You're like, you know, I'm, I'm not really confident. Maybe the water is cold. And so you feel because I feel these things within me, it's kind of, kind of means that I shouldn't do this. I hope so far the visual, at least the illustration that I'm giving you is painting a picture. And, you know, one of the things I happen to to have not only the experience, but even the, the certification in public speaking. And one of the things that I find a lot of people rather don't understand is that the fear of public speaking never really goes away. I am at home in front of an audience. I have no problem speaking to people. I have no problems, you know, communicating thought and putting ideas together and sharing those thoughts and ideas and even the message to people, you know, a live audience or even an audience over, you know, what we now do, Zoom. I have no problem. I'm fully at home. But what people don't seem to realize with all the experience that I have and they see me so poised and so composed, somehow they believe that within me, there is no fear that exists whatsoever. And so when people approach me and they want to ask for advice on how they should be more confident, they think the advice that I'm going to give them is supposed to sort of take away the fear completely, you know, and leave them at a place of feeling like a superhero because apparently superheroes are, you know, they, nothing, nothing scares them. They're, they, they are mavericks. You know, they're the dead devils, they're the, the valent ones, like nothing shakes them. But the truth is, in my experience from public speaking, I've learned that the goal isn't necessarily not to feel the fear, but the goal is to manage the fear and to not let the fear kind of dictate or somewhat, you know, affect how you eventually present yourself, you know. So I feel like this is an idea that maybe people need to also consider when it comes to even the way that we do life. There's some things, decisions, choices, circumstances we find ourselves in and even, you know, confronted with where we are, you know, on the brink of doing something, we're on the brink of making specific choices, whatever that looks like for you. You know, you're considering leaving work to go and start your own business. You're, you're considering, you know, uh, making radical changes to your sphere of friends. You want to have better friends. You're like, you know, I may have to cut some people off, but there's a fear because you know, the fear, you know, presents different realities that could happen. It's like, oh, you know what? You won't have friends. And what if you do this and you go end up and fail? You know, the fear starts to paint the picture of every negative circumstance that could possibly happen. And we feel because I feel the fear, this kind of means I shouldn't do it. 
But I think that, and as you're listening to this, for me, the encouragement is do it anyway. Do it afraid, you know, do it even though, you know, you have like everything within you in that moment is taking flight. You have a presentation, you have a pitch, you have an offer to, to you know, for, for people, a business proposal, like whatever the case that looks like for you. But everything within you says, I don't think I can do it. Just do it anyway. I, I heard some people have coined this expression. It's one that I've heard repeated in different circles. And I think someone I, I, I follow even has written a book on it. Joyce Meyer has a book on it. The book is the book is titled Do It Afraid. You know, that means regardless of how I feel in this moment, you know, regardless of what I'm faced with, regardless of the fear of the failure, you know, regardless of the the idea of not having security, regardless of, you know, what's in front of me, regardless of whether I fall on my face flat in embarrassment, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm reminded of the first time that I kind of, you know, well, not the first time, but at least the first times I began to speak in public. I used to be part of the debate team in my high school. And I remember um, one of the things that, you know, by I, I'd say by the mercy of God and even just genuine passion is I've always had uh, an interest in language, right? And specifically English. I've always felt that I'm expressive. I've always felt that I, you know, I had a way with words that most people didn't have. So that kind of led me to desiring to be in debate because I felt that I could do well in that space. But one of the things I was not ready for was the reality that you, in as much as outside of an audience, you are quote unquote a beast. You know, you know how to express yourself, you know how to speak, but then you're faced with the challenge of the people in front of you. And to get to where I am now that you can put me in front of any audience, you know, like, and as, and as much as there'll be the nerves and everything that comes with speaking in front of people, eventually I'm going to be home. It all began because I was doing it afraid. I used to be at an old boys um, uh, high school, a boarding school to be specific. So we, uh, we, we primarily spend a lot of our social time hanging out with boys. So we didn't really have a lot of interactions in those uh, adolescent years with people of the opposite sex, where at least for me, I knew I hung out with dudes most of the time. But it so happened that in the in the period that I began to speak publicly or debate, you know, the debates were held at all girls schools. So imagine here you are um, just kind of learning this thing, dealing with the fear, you know, and obviously being a teenager, you 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 want to do your best, but also you want to impress the girls. So imagine the fear that used to just fill me up, just like I was afraid. And I remember, I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, one of the people, I, would, I, I think I can call him the debate captain. I remember we were Chipembe girls to be specific. And the whole the whole auditorium was just filled with girls. Uh, you like you, There was not a space where you didn't look and there wasn't a girl in sight. The only dudes were the panel that we had come with. And I remember Cornelius who was the debate captain said to me, uh, he said, Mopa, you're my sword. I want you to go out there and stab them in the heart. <laughs> I know it's debate, right? You know, he said, I want you to go out there and stab them in the heart. And I remember standing in front of the audience and just looking past everyone right to the end. I, I couldn't, in, as I spoke, I couldn't look at the people in front of me. I couldn't look at the multiple uh, now women, because that was a while back, multiple women or girls then, but I couldn't look at them, but I got through it. 
in spite of my fear, in spite of my 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 anxiousness, you know, and back then I had this terrible habit of cracking my knuckles when I was nervous. I, there I was just cracking my knuckles, so nervous, so filled up with all of this anxiety. And I remember just getting through it. And it was this habit of getting through these things, doing it afraid, that has led me to this place where now I know how to manage my fear. I know how to manage this anxiety. I'm courageous because I tell fear plain and simple, like I will not let you reduce me, you know, to 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 this level. I have a message to, sh to share with people and I feel people need to hear this. And this is something uh, uh, what I hope is a point of reflection for the people that are listening to this. You know, what are those things where you have I, I like what Chris Valentin said, and I'm going to read this. Um, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know, I often refer to Chris, but I'll read this. Chris said, courage is not the absence of anxiety. It is the presence of a sense that I'm going to do the right thing no matter how I feel. Don't let fear tell you what to do. Don't reduce your life to accommodate fear. And I feel that's such a great question. Have you reduced your life to accommodate fear? Like what are those places in your life where you've literally reduced your life to accommodate fear? In essence, you're no longer living. You're just... You're hiding, you're, you're, you're timid, you re, you, you're at a place of just, I think, settling. You know, you've accepted your, your, your fate and you're like, this is where I'm going to be and I'm going to die because this fear is so great. I feel if you have any type of message or you have any type of, you know, a passion and you're not willing to be expressive about that thing, if you're not willing to push past the fear and just do it afraid, if you're not willing to just, you know, take steps to actually do it you know like you in essence you've just reduced your life to accommodate your your very real fear and for me the challenge today for you as you listen to this is really to look at those places in your life where you felt fear and you know for a fact you felt fear i was telling someone pretty special to me uh recently i was like for me Fear has often led me to just cower and just, you know, want to lay in bed the whole day, hide away from the world and not want to come out. But I think that we ought to be able to step up regardless of how we feel, regardless of whether or not we know the circumstance or the, the outcome of the circumstance, regardless of whether we've got everything figured out, we ought to just step up. We ought to be able to do it afraid, you know, and I keep painting this visual of like, you know, someone shaking and they're nervous, you know, because oftentimes it, it may look like that outwardly, but it has ways of impacting your life in ways maybe you don't even recognize. The obvious signs for your body are there. It's, it's the sweaty palms, it's the shaking of your legs, it's the cracking of your knuckles or whatever else you do to kind of, you know, your body's showing you. But do you realize that the same way that we can see it in your body, there's ways that it also shows in your life unfulfillment, regret, you know, like second guessing yourself. I feel for me, those are signs that you definitely let fear reduce you. And I know that there are many more, but if you've experienced any of these things, this, this nagging feeling of, I know I can do this. And the moment you see another person do it, you're like, but I, I, I wanted to do that thing. And I never got to do that thing. I want to let you know that's, that's, that's the evidence right there. You've accommodated your fear. You've let the fear kind of tell you 
how to live and how to become. And, you know, you've kind of settled in that place. So if you've listened as far as this, you know, and you've asked yourself the question and you've kind of been asking yourself what courage looks like. For me, courage is kind of really close to what Chris said. I'm afraid, but I won't let this fear tell me what to do. And I'm going to go ahead and do what I'm going to do, regardless of how I feel, regardless of whether they accept this business proposal, regardless of whether people understand why I'm now pursuing, you know, a different life away from the norm, regardless if they label me a weirdo, you know, regardless of, you know, whether I fail, <laughs> I'm going to just do what I ought to do. I took some steps. I feel I, I, I ought to say this. I took some steps recently towards something that uh, means a lot to me, but at the same time was very, very, very um, scary on the face of it. But I took steps towards that thing. And I can tell you, I have no regrets about that decision. I'm so happy that regardless of how I felt, you know, the anxiety, the nerves, whatever it is, I still got through it. And this is something that I feel that we can all do. So if you've listened up until this point, do it afraid. Don't let fear tell you what to do. Don't, you know, shrink your life or reduce your life to accommodate your fears. So that is what I had to share for you, share with you this week. <laughs> yes, that is what I had to share with you this week. Um, I hope that this was helpful. Um, this is, I think, going to be close to under 20 minutes. But I, I, again, I feel like, you know, if it's going to be practical, just listen and go do it. You know, please do share your feedback on what you what you thought about this episode. You can always reach us at perspectivehouse.co on Instagram. Uh, we're definitely working towards having a website. So we know there are going to be multiple resources available to you on the website. I did speak about public speaking. It's something that I'm very passionate about. And there's a program currently under works called Speaking with Ease, where you could learn um, how to be more confident, how to manage your fears, how to manage the, the anxiety. And I'm confident that this program will be able to help so many people's lives. It will be available on the website. But of course, if you're trying to reach me for personal coaching or, you know, just to be able to have a, a session where we could speak on public speaking and even, you know, uh, confidence building, you can reach me personally at buenomope at yahoo.com or you can reach me on Instagram too. That's also okay. But for now, this is all that we have for you. I'm hoping that you have a great, great week ahead of you. Uh, I know that if you're listening to this, then you're definitely aspiring and pursuing some things that could be well beyond you, but I believe that you're well capable to the task that's in front of you. So from me to you, goodbye. <laughs>